Please stand, turning to face the cross of Christ. We gather this morning in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. And the Word of God, in the Word who has come to dwell with us, God has given us grace upon grace, forgiveness that is stronger than our sins, love that can heal every broken heart. Hear this Word of God. You are forgiven of all of your sins. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. You may be seated. We want to welcome you to worship today, uh, in person, online. We are just so glad to be able to join together as the people of God. Today is a very special day in the life of the church, in particular this church at St. John's when 15 of our young people will be confirmed, affirm their baptismal uh, promises that were made for them on their behalf by parents years ago. So congratulations to you, congratulations to your families and to this church. Thank you for being a a congregation that so eagerly um, helps to form kids in faith, so that uh, as you step into this new world, and for most of you that means high school, uh, that you do so armed with uh, just the love of God and the, and the promise of God and the determination to make a difference in the world, this world, bound by peace and love, mercy, and compassion. So, congratulations to you. I will say that um, we, are, we are glad that um, all of our families can be present. One is present online only because Callie, one of our students, her father will be watching from the hospital today. And so we are just glad. Brian, God bless you, in, and I'm speaking directly to you. God bless you in, in your um, healing and recovery, and we pray that you will soon return turn home. But I know Callie is glad to know that you are, you are with her today. So, uh, Riley, how about let's turn to you and turn our hearts and minds to God's Word. Riley Louder will read for us today. Our first reading comes from the book of Joshua. Joshua gathered all the tribes of Israel to Shechem and summoned the elders, the heads, the judges, and the officers of Israel. And they presented themselves before God. And Joshua said to all the people, Now therefore revere the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in faithfulness. Put away the gods of your ancestors served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. Now if you are unwilling to serve the Lord, choose this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served in the region beyond the river or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Our second reading comes from the book of Ephesians. St. Paul writes, I therefore, the prisoner in the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called. With all humility and gentleness, with patience bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to the one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. The gifts he have given were that some would equip, some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers, to equip the saints for the work of ministry, for building the body of Christ, until all of us come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, to maturity, to the measure of the full stature of Christ. Word of God, word of life. We 
We were hungry, we were thirsty, with nothing left to give. Oh, the shape that we were in. And just when our hope seems lost, love opened the door for us. He said, Come to the table, come join the sinners who have been redeemed. Take your place beside the Savior. Sit down and be set free. Come to the table. Meet these lonely crew of misfits, these liars and these thieves. There's no one unwelcome here. That sin and shame that you brought with you, you can leave it at the door. Take 
I present the following students who wish to make affirmation of their baptism. Mitchell Allen, Noah Brown, Lily Dangerfield, Alex Hedenskog, Riley Louder, Evan Leinberger, Leinbarger, excuse me, Meredith Martin, Cadence McDaniel, Luke Miesemer, Addison Myers, Drew Raybon, Makara Trick, Ella Wilson, Callie Weiscarver, Ashley Yang. Let us pray. Merciful God, we thank you for these sisters and brothers whom you have made your own by water and the word in baptism. You have called them to yourself, enlighten them with the gifts of your spirit, and nourish them in the community of faith. Uphold your servants in the gifts and promises of baptism and unite the hearts of all whom you have brought to new birth. We ask this in the name of Christ. Amen. Thank you, Mike. Our confirmation instru instruction at St. John's includes two years of faith formation for these students, certainly longer than that as they grow up in faith and in other children's ministry and activities at home and in the congregation. But these two years are in intensive opportunities for them to join with us as pastors and, and with one another. Uh, sometimes that's in weekly gatherings, uh, sometimes that's in a retreat setting or a confirmation camp. In fact, Cadence just sang a song that they learned at confirmation camp. Emily Norris taught them that. Her husband grew up here at St. John's and was confirmed here, and so it was a, a blessing for them to learn, and Cadence fell in love with it and wanted to sing today. So thank you, Cadence, for sharing that song with us today. Come to the table. Um, today, Callie gets to go first. Uh, that's not an easy job. Today is the day that they get to make public uh, statements of their faith with this prompt, why is Jesus central in my life? And so, thank you for the work you've put into these faith statements, but thank you mostly for your, uh, the gifts of faith that God has shared with you. We are so eager to see how God is going to use you in your future. So, Callie, you're up. Good morning. My name is Callie Wisecarver, and I'm a rising freshman at Davie County High School. Have you ever seen the show Wheel of Fortune? It's quite simple. Contestants spin the wheel and have the chance to win whatever is on the board where the wheel stops. As I was talking to my parents about how to answer the question, why is Jesus central to your life? I kept coming back to this wheel imagery, and I couldn't help but think about how Jesus is the hub of the wheel around which my life revolves. My relationship with him is built on a strong foundation that compels me to live by Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. My spiritual life began at my baptism when my parents made a promise to God to bring me up in a Christ-centered home, bring me to church and teach me about God and his love. They took me to Sunday school, Bible school, Lutheridge, and youth group. At home, we sat around the kitchen table discussing religion, the Bible, and current events. It was often interesting to give the fact that my dad was raised Baptist, and my mom is so steeped in the Lutheran faith, she refers to Martin Luther as Uncle Marty. These, <laughs> these discussions taught me the importance of learning 
and growing in my faith while putting all my trust in the Lord. I have tried to be a light into the world by the way I live my life. As an athlete, I want to try to be the best. Several weeks ago, I was with my parents in their life group meeting. We watched a video about the Indianapolis Colts coach, Tony Dungy, head coaching experience, and I was struck by his simple declaration that I am second. That really struck home with me as I like to win, score the most points, and grab the most rebounds. I realize that my relationship with God is first and I am second. I look forward to seeing where God leads me as I pass this threshold into a more profound walk with Christ. I am reminded what former WNBA player Maya Moore said, God has used me in ways I don't even know and I am still learning how God wants me to use me now. With my parents, friends, church, and family's help I will, and guidance, I will continue to go where God leads me. My name is Mitchell Allen. I'm in the ninth grade at Salisbury High School. Jesus is central in my life because he's been my savior and my protector my whole life. He's my savior because he died for me and he's guiding me to heaven. I feel like Jesus was not present in my life, or was most present in my life, when my parents were separating. And it was very hard for me to adapt. But Jesus guided me in the right path. Jesus is my protector because he's always with me and he died for my sins. Also, one day I'll see him in heaven again. I wish to be confirmed so that I can strengthen my relationship with God. It is important to me because I want to be even closer to God than I was before. Some people that have been influential during my faith journey are my parents and my sister because they have guided me on the right path to Jesus Christ. Being a Christian changed my life because I stopped and pray every day, unlike others who don't celebrate God. Prayer is also very important in my life because it helps me focus on God's love for me and helps bring me closer to Him. This is one of the ways that I live out my faith, live out my faith in my daily life through praying each day and go and every day before I go to bed. Also, I talk to God and tell Him how I am feeling and if something is hurting me or if I'm very happy about something. Finally, I thank God for everything he gives me, and especially I thank him before every meal for the food that I have, because some others aren't as lucky as I am. I believe that it is very important that Jesus died for my sins because he gave, me, he gave up everything for me, even though I'm nowhere close to being as good as God. Also, Jesus saved me from sin so that I'll be able to go to heaven and be with God. One thing that I'm thankful for, thankful to Jesus for is giving me my life and, my, and every, everyone in my life. Hello, my name is Noah Brown. I'm a ninth grader at Mooresville High School. Jesus is important to me because he has helped me through hardship when I'm feeling down or just in a bad mood. He's always there for me. This summer has been rough. I've been all over the place. I went to the mountains for a week with my grandparents. Then I came back. My family moved to a new house in Mooresville. I stayed there for a couple of days before going to Lutheridge. The same day I came back, we drove all the way to the Outer Banks for summer vacation. And a nine and a half hour car ride with a nine-year-old just isn't as fun as it would seem. 
I've had a lot of friends to help me on this two-year journey, but some people just aren't that lucky. People can be hateful and negative to others. Jesus has taught me that there is no point in being mean and hateful. He has taught me to love one another and never judge people in their worst mistakes. My faith with God has helped me. I know I am forgiven and I know I am loved. One thing I've learned from my family and from church is how Jesus taught us to love. I'm able to use this in my everyday life by showing kind, by being kind and showing love to others. I'm thankful to God that he gave his one and only son, Jesus, so that we may all be forgiven. Amen. Ayo, hey, what's up? My name is Drew Rabin. I'm a ninth grader at East Rowan High School. Um, when Pastor Laura asked me, why is God central in my life? I spent some time reflecting, and what I really thought was, God and I are homies, and that's exactly where I see my faith, when I'm with my, friends and fa- with my, when I'm with my family and friends. I remember not wanting to go to Lutheridge, and that I was only going to talk and hang with the boys from our church. And then when we got to camp, I was assigned a cabin with no one from St. John's, completely separated, so that's a great start. Um, so at that point, I needed to make new friends. After all, I was going to be spending a week with them. We, uh, when we got to the end of the week, I had made friends with most of the boys from my cabin, and I left with a phone full of new contacts, many whom we still talk to today as of writing that. And I saw God in the times, uh, I saw God in those times when I was with my homies. Also, our family has Christmas gatherings every year with extended family. Like, imagine a house full of aunts, uncles, and cousins. Every time we're together, I feel God's presence um, in the time with them, like, you know, he's enjoying the party too. To recap, I see God in the moments when I'm with those closest to me, my family, my friends, and I'm thankful for, thankful for the time with them. And thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Hello, my name is Addie Myers, and I'm a freshman at Salisbury High School. Ever since I was a little girl, I've known God is real, even when I didn't understand how or why. I always knew God was with me at all times. Over the past years, my faith has been tested in many different ways, though by far the biggest trial that my faith was tested in was watching my grandpa suffer from Alzheimer's for years. I constantly prayed over and over, asking God why this was happening. I felt like God wasn't hearing my prayers. After his passing, I turned my sadness into anger. I was angry at the world, but also at God for making him go through so so much in his last years. Yet five months after his passing, my faith strengthened dramatically because of Lutheridge. I learned so much about Jesus and his plans for us. Lutheridge taught me to switch from being angry at God to realizing God sits with me in the brokenness of the world. Therefore, I can focus on all the good memories I have of my grandpa. Even though it was in an unfortunate situation, we had so many happy, happy memories in it. Like the one time my mom and I took him to the mountains for a day just to see the leaves on the trees. Looking back on that day, I realized that in those little moments, it proves to me how strong God's everlasting love for us is. I will forever be thankful to have, to have had the opportunity to grow my faith at Luther's this summer. One Bible verse that really stuck out to me was Luke 19.10. For the Son of Man came to seek out and to save the lost. I've learned from so many people that everyone goes through different hardships in their life, yet no matter what you do or are going through, God will always stand with you.
Good morning. My name is Ella Wilson, and I am a freshman attending Greystone Day School. When I was in the third grade, my parents announced to my siblings and me that we had to move from Charlotte to Salisbury to be with our family because of my grandfather's recent death. At first, I was very upset that I would have to leave the only friends and school that I had ever known. At such a young age, I couldn't comprehend why we had to leave and start all over, but there was nothing I could do about it. Once we officially moved here, I felt lonely with no friends and wasn't sure how to fit in. We were also living with my grandmother at the time while our house was being renovated, so everything was very hectic. After I started the year at a new school, I was trying my best to make friends and talk to people, but I was very nervous and quiet the first few days. I became very anxious about being around all these new people, but I kept telling myself that God was with me and helping me every step of the way, and that helped me calm down a little. Luckily, after about a week, I began to make friends and become more comfortable with the school and environment. Around that time, we also joined St. John's, which was another thing that made me nervous. When we attended our first service here, I remember feeling like we had been going here for years. There were so many smiling faces and people wanting to talk, it made me feel very welcomed. To this day, I still struggle with anxiety and have a hard time adjusting to change, and I often find myself getting stressed out about minor things. Thankfully, I have learned to control my stress and worries by turning to Jesus and letting him help and guide me through things like this. I have begun to realize how good of a friend Jesus can be to me and that he is always there to help and will never, never judge me with anything I tell him. Another thing that has helped me come closer to God was going to Lutheridge camp. There I learned that not only do I need to trust God with anything I need to turn to him for, but also that in return I must bring it upon myself myself to show respect towards him. Some ways that I do that are by coming to church to praise him whenever I can, praying and talking to him when I need him most, and spreading his word amongst others. I am beyond thankful for my trip to Lutheridge because I was able to meet so many amazing people and become good friends with the people in my cabin. I am so glad that I have learned so much about God and about how much he loves us. I am amazed at how he sacrificed his life for us, and I look up to him most in life because of it. I believe it is so important that Jesus died on the cross for my sins because it displays how much he loves me and everyone else and that he would do anything for us. That alone teaches us to trust and guide and trust him and let him guide us to better things throughout life. Through this, I am so grateful that I have been able to connect with Jesus throughout my confirmation journey and am ready to carry out my faith and serve Christ in the future. Hi, my name is Alex Hedenskog, and I'm a ninth grader at Greystone Day School. I feel blessed to be given so many opportunities at St. John's to go places and learn more about God. As I am getting older, I can reflect on the memories I have made attending youth group, mission trips, and Lutheridge. My most recent trip to Lutheridge for confirmation camp with St. John's really helped me expand my faith and connect with God. Being in a cabin in the woods for a week with people I've never met can be scary at first. It gave me the opportunity to make new friends and be away from my normal routines. It gave, oh, but it also helped me learn and recognize how Jesus is all around me. Through the fun games we played, crafts we created, and the dance party at the end of the week, I was able to see God in the smiles that everyone had on their faces because we were all having so much fun. So after the amazing experience I had at Lutheridge, I realized why Jesus is central in my life because during a time like the beginning of the week where I felt nervous and scared, 
I knew everything would be okay because he was there with me to help guide me through the week so that I could have fun and focus on God. I will use what I have learned from Lutheridge and confirmation to grow in my faith. Good morning. My name is Meredith Martin. I am a fifth, I'm 15 years old and I'm a freshman at Western High School. My family and I joined St. John's three years ago when I was in fifth grade. There are definitely many moments when I felt Jesus most present in my life because to me, he's always there and present for me or whoever, no matter, no matter the situation nor the time of the moment. I would have to say out of all the moments I could think of Jesus being most present, it would be the trips to Lutheridge. Lutheridge has definitely been one of my most favorite parts about my confirmation journey by far. Times when I felt Jesus most present at Lutheridge was during Kairos Camp Week when we would go to classes every day to learn more about baptism and getting confirmed. Those were definitely some inspirational classes that I'll never forget. Especially when each pastor would share a story of their own faith and a story of Jesus. I could definitely feel the presence of Jesus in the room to me and all of the campers, or when we would get split up into small groups to talk about what we had learned that day in class from one of the pastors that taught us class that day, and even the worship songs before and after class. Or lastly, when we would do Vespers, whether that was with everyone, our cowers, our cowers group, or even with our cabins. I definitely felt that Jesus' presence at that moment during Vespers had been present particularly just listening to how everyone's day was filled with excitement and lots of fun. And at the end of Vespers, my favorite question to, at the end to hear answered by everyone was about what their God moment of the day was. The Bible verse I'm about to read you is one of my favorite Bible verses, but also a Bible verse that I can relate to. My Bible verse comes from the book of Psalm 139, verse 14. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. Ever since I was little and I started to know more about God, I've always questioned God about this one thing as to why he made me different. Why did he make me walk differently than other people? Why couldn't he have just made me walk the same as all the other people? Why did I have something different about me that all the other people I saw didn't have? Why are there some things that I can't do but other people can? Soon after, as I started to grow older and got to know God even more deeper. I came to a realization that God makes everyone unique just like me and everyone else. He gives each and every one of us a special feature about ourselves like no other. I may walk differently than other people, but I have to realize that God wonderfully made me and I have to accept the fact that being different is okay because at the end of the day, I know my God made me special for who I am. I've learned over the years with my faith growing more with God, that being different, that I've learned over the years with my faith, growing more with God, that being different isn't something you should doubt yourself for, but something you should take as a gift from God, because he specifically made you for who you are with his wonderful works, and that he loves you no matter your differences. Jesus is central in my life because he died for me so that my sins could be set free, and because he loves me and everyone endlessly no matter what. I have one more Bible verse that I also favor, and it is Jeremiah 29, 11. For surely I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord.
plans for your welfare and not for harm, to give you a future with hope. The beginning chapter of my life was definitely a rough start considering where I came from all the way in China. But because of God and his amazing works, he saved my future and gave me a new hope in life. The reason to this day Jesus is most central in my life is because 11 years ago, that hope he gave me forever blessed me with a home and a loving family here in America that I am so beyond grateful for. I've learned from this Bible verse that no matter where you come from or where you came from in life, to never lose hope because God does everything for a reason and that he always does have a plan for your future. Throughout my confirmation journey, my family and pastors were my biggest influencers, helping my faith grow stronger with God. I am truly blessed to have had the opportunity to do confirmation for two years with the most amazing pastors, Pastor Laura and Pastor Rhodes. Thank you for teaching me so much more about God, Jesus, and the Church of Lutherans that I would have never even known about if it wasn't for both of your help these last two years of my life. I've learned so much during these two years of confirmation that I'll never forget. I'm so grateful that I get to be baptized and confirmed today from the most amazing pastors and loving, loving and supportive pastors. Thank you, for, thank you for providing me and giving me the opportunity to be able to learn so much more about God and my faith and confirmation journey. We love you and we'll miss you, Pastor Laura. Hello, my name is Riley Lauder. I'm 14 years old and I'm a freshman at North Hills Christian School. I currently go to North Hills Christian School and will continue to attend there throughout my high school career. My journey with God has evolved tremendously over the past few years. There is no specific time in my life where I've felt Jesus most present in my life. I feel as though Jesus is always with me through the bad times and the good. I, the, a specific verse that has truly helped me grow with God is Romans 12, 2. Do not be conformed by this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is good and perfect and acceptable. I am exceedingly grateful for Jesus dying on the cross for our sins so that we may live an eternal life with him in heaven. I'm also grateful for Holy Communion. Communion is a reminder of Jesus' death and resurrection. Jesus did so much for us, so I will continue to spread his word throughout my entire life. Another important factor in my faith is prayer. Prayer is one of the easiest ways to communicate with God. There are multiple ways to pray. I live out my faith in my daily life throughout prayer and reading my Bible. Lastly, I wish to be confirmed because it is taking the next step in my faith and I, faith, and I can't wait to go closer with God. Good morning. My name is Ashley Yang. I am 14 years old and I am a freshman at Salisbury High School. I am here to share with you why God is central in my life. As many of you know, I experienced the best summer of my life two years ago playing Little League softball and forming strong friendships that will last a lifetime. Every single girl on the team will forever hold a special place in my heart and I will always care for them no matter what. Just about a month ago, one of my friends, Cassidy, from the team went into cardiac arrest and was rushed to the hospital unresponsive. She was then airlifted to Brenner's Hospital in Winston-Salem because they thought her problem was associated with her heart. Cass was sedated and placed on a ventilator to let her organs rest while waiting for test results. The doctors went on to rule out a few things and she became more stable while trying to wake up. The next day, Cass was not doing too well. She was very unstable and was developing fluid in her lungs. She got an MRI and she was diagnosed with a rare heart disease 
called ARVC, which affects her right ventricle. She was then transferred to Levine Children's Hospital. Cass had surgery where they placed a defibrillator, which allows minimal activity and lots of restrictions for the rest of her life. During this hard time, Facebook has been the main source of support from thousands of people and updates from Cassidy's family. A Facebook page called Prayers for Cassidy was formed where thousands of people would share their love and support for Cass and her family. While it is still growing, the Facebook page holds 12,000 members in less than a month. What everyone following Cassidy's journey is asking for God's grace and mercy through these hard times. I felt helpless because the only thing I could do to help was pray to God and beg for him to heal Cass. This event has had a strong impact on my life and taught me that we can all rely on God and he is there for us at any moment. The outpouring of love from strangers around the world has shown me how we can all be the hands and feet of God. It's up to us to show God's love to one another. This has also taught me to love and be the best person in the world, just as God put me on this earth to be. This event pushed me to get rid of any grudge I may hold against anyone and forgive them because you never know when a traumatic event like this could happen to anyone at any time. This may be the biggest moment where God has been more central than anything in my life because the only thing I can do to talk is talk to him and ask him for grace and mercy to help Cass. Without God to rely on, I truly don't know where I would be today and what kind of person I would be because God helps me through the highs and lows of my life and teaches me to be the best version of myself I can be. I try to make my relationship with God as strong as it can be through acting as God wants me to act in my day-to-day -day life. It is reassuring to know that God is with us through our highs and lows. I always try to remind myself that God is with us in the midst of suffering and pain. The power of prayer and how important God is in my life makes more and more sense the older I get. I know that God's love for us is everlasting and God has a plan, just as Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 says. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Thank you.
everyone. My name is Lily Dangerfield, and I'm a ninth grader at Greystone Day School. When Pastor Laura asked us to think about where I see God in my life, a couple things came to mind, but only one thing seemed right to talk about, and that was my dad. When I was little, my dad would work a lot, and I remember waking up and asking my mom, is dad home? And she would always say, no, honey, he is already at work. Over six years ago, my dad got hurt on the job. On May 8, 2015, our lives changed forever. What was supposed to be a simple surgery to fix the injury ended up being a nightmare because the neurologist hit a nerve, causing my dad to have chronic regional pain syndrome, or CRPS. This causes a lot of pain daily. After years of trying to find a treatment to help with his pain, he is now permanently disabled because there is no cure. My dad went from working all the time and never being home to being home with me and my sister all the time. Even though he is home with me every day, there are days that he is still in pain, which is hard to watch, but we make the most of those days by spending time together, sitting on the couch, and watching movies. I still see God show up in these moments because we're, at least we are together. But when I see God in my life the most is when we cook tacos for dinner or when we're riding four-wheelers um, or when we are constantly first in line in the car rider line or when we jam to Montley Crew at 8.30 in the morning on the way to school or when I let him beat me at tennis and most of all the funny dad jokes that he places in my lunchbox every single day. God has gave me such an amazing father and it is hard to imagine how amazing God is. I am so thankful for both of the fathers I have been given and it makes me grow a stronger relationship with both of them. I grow stronger with God by praying and by doing this, God is central in my life. So thank you, God, for giving me a dad who is always here for me. Who would have thought my faith statement would have been about God, dad, and Jesus? Hi, I'm Luke Miesmer. I'm a ninth grader at West Davidson High School. I believe Jesus is central in my life because he has taught me to be faithful and always look at the good side of things. Jesus will always be with me through the good and bad times in life to support me and help me make good decisions. Praying is a way that I can talk to Jesus and pray for things that I want to happen or pray that certain things will be fixed. He has also taught me that I should help others and be kind to everyone even if they are not nice to me. Jesus is central in my life because he has shown me he cares about me because he gave his life for us. Jesus died on the cross for our sins so that he will be forgiven, so that we will be forgiven for our wrongdoings. He has taught me that it is okay to mess up and that nobody is perfect and that everyone makes mistakes. Jesus allowed us to be forgiven after we sin because of his crucifixion. Jesus has taught me to love my family no matter what the circumstances are. My family are the people that help me with everything and have taught me to be faithful and pray. They have taken me to church for my whole life and showed me that being a part of faith is a good thing. I feel very close to Jesus when I do audio video for the 927 service. I am very thankful for the presence of Jesus in my life. I feel like I always have someone that is watching over me and guiding me every step. For these reasons, I feel Jesus is central in my life. My name is Makara Chick. I'm 13 and I'm in ninth grade at Salisbury High. One of my favorite volunteer work to do is Meals on Wheels. I love getting to bring people food and sometimes a holiday card and seeing the smiles on people's faces. These people don't have much or get to see many others, 
but we could bring a little joy to their lives. I try to make Jesus the center of my life by helping to care for others like he did. My favorite Bible verse is from Hebrews 13:8. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. I like it because in this ever-changing world, Jesus is constant and that's comforting. He is the center of my life. He will always love me unconditionally and he will always provide. During the pandemic, he provided too. I was lucky enough to be in a district in school that already had technology and everything set up, and I was able to attend school in person at least part of the week. He has also throughout my life provided me with amazing parents, Sunday school teachers, and pastors that have taught me much about him. I am thankful for all he has done. My name is Cadence McDaniel and I'm in ninth grade at North Hills Christian School. The question we had to answer was why God is central in my life and where I have felt his presence in my life. So I'll start off with the first question. Why is God central in my life? He is central in my life because he's always been there for me. He's stuck by my side no matter what. He loves me so much that he died for me in one of the most painful and ridiculing and embarrassing ways possible, but he didn't care because of his undying love for me. I'm not perfect by any means, but his reckless love still overflows my cup. His love is abundant and never-ending. He constantly gives us more than we can wrap our heads around. He always gives us what we need to have to survive. He protects us and he guides us. We are his sheep and he is our shepherd. He is always by our side no matter what. Even when we don't feel him, he is there by our side trying to guide us and you'll hear his voice if you just take the time to listen. Times where I've felt him the most in my life was times of sorrow or times where I was anxious. When I have mental breakdowns over something like school or my personal life, I feel him right by my side after I get done crying. I feel an overwhelming sense of peace. When I'm having a panic attack and the hard part is over, I feel God's presence beside me, telling me that everything's gonna be okay. Other times when I feel God's presence is when I'm out in nature looking at God's beautiful creation. Seeing all the bright colors of nature gives me an overwhelming sense of peace and tranquility. And I know that God is there by my side and God will give me peace. A place where I felt God's presence was at Luther Ridge. I saw nature everywhere. I, look, I looked, not to mention the amazing people I met. At first, I was really nervous about going, but by the end of it, I felt like I was part of a family. I have so many amazing memories from Luther Ridge that I will never forget. The concert and the dance party are some of my favorite memories from there. The overwhelming amount of joy on, and everyone smiling, that makes those two memories my favorite memories from Luther Ridge. I was in the Zimmer Woman cabin. It was the worst cabin of all Luther Ridge, but we had the best people. I will never forget my counselor, Meg. Her kindness and compassion towards everyone is something I aspire to have. Meg is so positive and encouraging. She was the one who made me feel like I truly belonged at camp and in my cabin. She is so kind and uplifting, and she could always tell if I was upset. She is what made my Luther Ridge experience truly enjoyable, and I love her so much. One thing that really stuck out with me from the confirmation classes was each time we are touched by water, it is a reminder of our baptism and that we are a claimed and beloved child of God. 
A Bible verse that I love is Luke 12:27. Consider the lilies, how they grow. They neither, neither toil nor spin. Yet I'll tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. I love this verse because it reminds me that something as beautiful as lilies does not worry or work for anything they have, and God supplies them with everything they need. This verse shows me that even though I worry about things, I need to be like a lily and trust in him. God has been so good to me, and that's why he is central in my life. Good morning. I'm Evan Linebarger, and I'm a freshman at South Orion High School. Here's my statement of faith. When I think about why Jesus is central in my life, I am reminded of my favorite Bible verse, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. This verse lets me know that God is taking care of me and watching over me. God loves us so much that he sent his son Jesus to save us. In my life, I felt Jesus in many different ways. I felt him with each of my many blessings, the family I cherish, the food that nourishes me, the shelter provided to me, and the friends that make me happy. Through worship services, whether it be the songs we sing or the soft candlelight of Christmas Eve service, Jesus is always there watching, watching and listening to everything we say and do in our daily lives. The most comforting things about Jesus to me are knowing that he loves us, he forgives us of our many sins, and that he protects us and gives us eternal life to anyone who believes in him. In my daily life, I live out my faith by prayers, praise, and thanks. I find myself praying throughout the day, asking for guidance, blessings, and more. He helps me out when I pray to him. I give him praise because I'm thankful for everything that he does. I give him thanks for what Jesus has done for everyone, including myself. I believe it is important that Jesus died for my sins because by doing so, we are all forgiven of our many sins and given eternal life after death. We shall not perish as long as we believe in him. I'm thankful for Jesus because he, his love is so immense, he died just for us. He guides us in the right way and gives his grace daily. All of these are only part of why I'm so thankful. Jesus loves and cherishes us all, and I'm very thankful for that.
thank you to these students for um, such careful attention to these face statements. I mean, just really um, beautiful. I will say, um, it's a, there are a few firsts. Mm-hmm. Pastor Laura, I don't know about for you, but I've, Drew, I've never heard anyone call Jesus uh, a homeboy, so that's, that's a first. That's good. <laughs> Lily, I've never heard anyone say that they see Jesus most when making tacos, so that's <laughs> awesome. And Luke, I've been around you since you were about this tall, and this is one of the first times I've seen you without a hat, so you're real particularly looking good today, so uh, <laughs> thank you for, for being here. We are so proud of these students, and I know that you are too. Now, let's be real. I know these are, this is a long Sunday, but you know that the Lord has placed on their hearts something to say, and so our role today is to let them say it and to encourage them and to celebrate uh, the profession of faith that they made. But now it's your turn, so I invite you to stand. Maybe you need to stretch a little bit. But with Christians for 1,700 years, we've also been making a statement of faith. Uh, It's something we call the Apostles' Creed. So I invite you, uh, on behalf of all of the Church of Christ, to join together in this profession of faith. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe believe in in God God the the Father Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God? I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in God the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. You may be seated. Okay, compromands. <laughs> you have made public profession of your faith. Do you intend to continue in the covenant made with you in holy baptism, to live among God's faithful people, to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, and to serve all people following the example of Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. If so, each of you will say, I do, and I ask God to help and guide me. As you know, it takes a village to continue on with those promises. So as you have for the last years of these students' lives, people of God, do you promise to support these sisters and brothers and pray for them in their new life in Christ? If so, say, we do and we ask God to help and guide us. We do and we ask God to help and guide us. Students, you may be seated. Three of our students, except for Makara and Ella and Meredith, three of our students uh, today will also be baptized. And so we uh, celebrate with them as, as the, uh, the other students are making public affirmation of a baptism that happened for the most part when you were very young as babies. 
Uh, these three are being baptized today, and so we are thrilled to be able to welcome you to the waters of baptism. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. We give you thanks, O God, for in the beginning your spirit moved over the waters, and by your word you created the world, calling forth life in which you took delight. Through the waters of the flood you delivered Noah and his family. Through the sea you led your people of Israel from slavery into freedom. At the river your son was baptized by John and anointed with the Holy Spirit. By the baptism of Jesus' death and resurrection, you set us free from the power of sin and death and raise us up to live in you. Pour out your Holy Spirit, the power of your living word, that those who are washed in the waters of baptism may be given new life. To you be given honor and praise through Jesus Christ our Lord in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Okay. Makara, you want to come on up? Here, you can just... Makara, you're baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Meredith, you are baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Ella, you're baptized in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Makaria, you have been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Meredith, you too have been sealed with the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. And Ella, you have been sealed with the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Amen. Jesus loves me, this I know.
Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Cali the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Stir up in Mitchell the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Noah the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up and drew the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Alex the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Ella the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen.
Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up and merit the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. For Jesus' sake, stir up and rile the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up and addy the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Makara the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Ashley the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in cadence the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen.
Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Evan the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Luke the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Father in heaven, for Jesus' sake, stir up in Lily the gift of your Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord, the spirit of joy in your presence, both now and forever. Amen. Baptism. Many of our, or our, our students are given a candle, uh, a candle that represents the light of, of Christ. Many of them have brought their candles from their baptism today, and so in our final sort of ritual, we will light those candles again as a reminder that God continues to use you as a bright light for the sake of, of this world. And as we light your candles, and I'd invite you to step forward once again, Ricky, beautifully sung, I'd love for you to sing again. Uh, a continuation of, of Jesus Loves Me. Come on forward. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells I'll go to the other end if you want to.
All right, I want you to hold your handle, candle high. Let your light so shine before others that they may give, that when they see your good works, they may give glory to your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. Well, we have a response to say as… Yes, we do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Let us rejoice with these sisters and brothers in Christ. We rejoice with you in the life of baptism. Together we will give thanks and praise to God and proclaim the good news to all the world. Let's receive these uh, new brothers or these brothers and sisters in Christ with affirmation and thanksgiving. Congratulations. 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 You may be seated.
Aren't you thankful to God for these young people? Uh, we certainly are. I know I speak for uh, Pastor Laura, but we certainly are. Uh, it's hard out there. It's tough out there in this world, but with young folks like this, uh, uh, getting ready to be the next leaders of our church and our community and our schools, I think we're in good hands. So thank you, uh, and God use you and bless you in your, in your years to come. Let's stand together, and uh, as the whole church, pray the prayer that Jesus first taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. As we go on our way, Rob, welcome back. Six weeks off the bench. It's good to have you back today, um, Rob. So welcome. And <laughs> and a reminder that next Sunday is Pastor Laura's final Sunday here with us at St. John's, uh, when we will weep together as you uh, as you step off into this new adventure. We love you so much, Pastor Laura, and it'll be a great opportunity for us to gather at nine twenty-seven and eleven o'clock. Uh, to, to say thanks and bid you farewell. So, uh, join us next week. So, now receive these words of benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.
go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you.